Welcome to Building a Life of Prayer with Pastor David Beatty of River Oaks Community Church, taking you through the prayers of the Bible so that you can grow in your confidence and enjoyment of prayer. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about prayer everywhere in Scripture. We're studying the subject of prayer for the purpose of developing our own prayer lives. Today I'm going to be reading from the New Testament book of James, chapter 4. Just going to read the first three verses and then move into chapter 5. James 4, verse 1 reads, What causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? Is it not this, that your passions are at war within you? You desire and do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. James here gives, first of all, a a call to ask for the things that we need in life. He says you do not have because you do not ask. But then he goes on to say you ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. One of the reasons that Scripture gives, in particular in this verse of James, uh, for unanswered prayer is wrong motives. When we come to God in prayer, we're to pray with faith. We saw that in James chapter 1, and now in James chapter 4, we see that we're to pray with right motives. We're not to ask for things to spend on our lusts or our passions or with uh, some selfish motivation. Now we move into James chapter 5, and James teaches us here in verses 13 through 16 that we're to pray in all the circumstances of life. We read these words in James 5.13, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. So James says, first of all, if you're suffering, pray. We reflect back uh, several verses earlier in James chapter 5, and James tells us as an example of suffering and patience to remember the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. And then he tells us, if you're cheerful, sing praise. So if you're suffering, pray. If you're cheerful, sing praise to the Lord. And then in verse uh, 14, If you're sick, if anyone among you is sick, call the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. Now, this is something we do practice in our church, uh, anointing people with oil and praying for their healing. I would encourage you, if you have a serious illness, and I do think the prescription here in James uh, applies for not something minor, but for something fairly significant, um, call for the elders of the church. They're to pray over the sick person, anointing with oil. 
Oil is merely symbolic of the Holy Spirit. There's nothing magic about it. I don't think there's anything medicinal about it. It's simply a symbol that it is God who does the healing. Our part is to pray. If we're sick, our part's to call for elders. And for the elders, our part is to pray the prayer of faith for those who call. And then we simply leave the results with God. Elders are to pray in faith, trusting God to work by the power of His Holy Spirit. I have to confess that I don't understand why all people are not healed in the ways and on the timetable we ask, but the Lord knows. Our part is to do what He says, to pray and put our trust in Him.